mainstream media. Government cover-ups. You want answers? Well, so does he. He's Alex Jones on the GCN Radio Network. And now, live from Austin, Texas, Alex Jones. This is what is so frustrating. We're going to put the PDF up on screen a little bit later of the actual British government document. It's one of literally thousands that say the same thing. They talk about us, how we're animals, how they're manipulating us, how they're controlling us. And when you have all these admissions of what they're doing and how they want to kill the majority of us, and then the public argues with you, oh, the government wouldn't kill 3,000 on 9-11. Oh, the government wouldn't stage Gulf of Tonkin. It's just asinine. We're going to go to calls coming up in the next segment, but, Alan, you've hit upon the key here. It's this predatory mindset. They believe it's a virtue. It's like a wolf killing a sheep. They, the wolf doesn't feel guilty. This is what it's doing. And how do we get people to recognize the scientific and technological elite takeover that Eisenhower warned us about? How do we let them understand that there is a group watching and manipulating us like we are bacteria in a Petri dish? Only by getting outside the control paradigm, seeing the larger picture, can people have any chance of stopping this? Uh, but they've trained the slaves to giggle and laugh and be delusional, where if they laugh something off, that makes it not exist and, 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 and laugh at their utter destruction. It's that, but it's also, you, we've got to understand something. Most people don't know there's been a war on their cultural values for well over a 100 years. I mean complete all-out war by the media, by entertainment, uh, by all the so-called lefties that work together with the, the, the boys at the top. And the first thing they said uh, in the late 1800s, H.G. Wells said this, we must destroy the family unit. That was taken up from the Fabian Society to the Marxist groups. Uh, that became a, a prime uh, tenet of uh, the Communist Manifesto as well, destruction of the family unit. Everything that stood in the way of takeover uh, as a group, or, which is really a small clan, you stand up for your relatives and for those you love. If they can destroy all that, and Bertrand Russell put it even better, he said, if we can create an egocentric, an egocentric, narcissistic society where everyone is in love with themselves, They'll stand up for no one. Therefore, the government can rule each person right down to them, and no one will stand up to defend them if we go for them. That's happened today. That's happened. And I want you to talk more about that, but they also create counterfeits for different mm -hmm. personality types. They know psychos and sociopaths will buy into the mm -hmm. narcissism and go ahead and abort their babies or go ahead and let the CPS take their kid because the kid was trouble anyways. And mm -hmm. who, who cares if my neighbor's being drug away? He had a nicer car than I did. Or, oh, I love being an environmentalist. We're going to sock it to the business owners with more taxes. You know, this rat-like mentality. But for mm -hmm. gracious good, people who are centered and realize we should be giving and should have honor and courage and should be informed and be involved in community and stand up for our fellow man and that we're all part of a larger species, they come in with fake liberal and altruistic yeah. systems to then take the best of us and get us working for them towards their yeah. goals. So they've, so they've typecast everything. And have different media, different strata, different propaganda, different niches, different subgroups, mm -hmm. and they write all about it even in the 20s. Uh, with, uh, yes. you know, the fellow that wrote the book Propaganda. I mean, mm -hmm. it, it's just, it's all, uh, Ever Bernays, it's just all there, and we're here desperately telling people.
Yes, and they knew that stuff from Bernays in the 1800s with the, the book called The Crowd. And he studied, he, he was studied, he was taught by experts from a, from childhood for his role, by the way. Uh, so, so they understood that through scientific indoctrination, they could create the kind of society that they wanted. Uh, helpless, actually helpless. They, they wouldn't even know they were helpless, in fact. But uh, they'd be very happy. And Rockefeller said it himself. He said the people will come to us with perfect uh, docility at the end when they take it all away from the public and give us a substitute system. Uh, that can be done for most people. Most people cannot think for themselves. Uh, they live in Plato's cave. They can only parrot what each one parrots from the media. And because they're all parroting the same things, uh, they think they're sane. They actually think they're sane. And they're living in a false paradigm completely, a false reality. Alan Watt, a big part of Fall of the Republic, a big part of the next Fall of the Republic. Get it on DVD. Make copies. Get it out to people still in the Matrix. We'll be right back. From his Central Texas Command Center, deep behind enemy lines, the information war continues. It's Alex Jones and the GCN Radio Network. Okay, I've got a really good memory, but it's not perfect. No one's is, unless it's the Borg mind of the computer system, and that's full of mistakes. But it's like yesterday, I was up on air talking about Pentagon technology to get the heat resonance biometric print of your body or even the, your shoulders and the top of your head. And I got an email saying, Alex, they can't brain scan you from orbit. People got confused by that. I was reading a BBC article from, what, five years ago, about 25 meters away, they can brain scan you, and they're putting these up. It was also CBS News. Then I went into identification, biometric systems of how you walk from the ground, satellites that can identify you once they have your heat resonance print of your shoulders and the top of your head. From orbit. Okay, that is admitted. So people get confused by that. Now, I was going from memory on this DCDC Global Strategic Trends Program, 2007-2036. Here's the London Guardian. Uh, revolution, flash mobs, brain chips, a grim vision of the future. I need to get Paul Watson, Steve Watson, Aaron Dykes, Kurt Nemo, somebody, one of my great writers, researchers, to go through this report three years later and show how much of what they talked about that would start happening by 2010 has now begun. Okay, and, and but in here I had them search in the PDF file. It's a hundred something pages. The term neutron weapons, and they did find it. But it talks about how they may be used to end war, kind of what Bertrand Russell was saying: of we'll use nuclear war to knock out all our enemies and then have an age of peace. So it must be the U.S. version of this, or perhaps even a PNAC, because I know I've read it and did a story about it, where they talk about we'll use neutron bombs against populations if they try to take over the government. Um, so we need to ferret that out uh, because, again, these things all mimic each other and are very uh, similar. We're going to go to calls here, but, Alan Watt, you were getting into the narcissism, how they train people to not care. Uh, I've read Roman historians uh, who uh, wrote about uh, the fact that early on in Rome they didn't have gladiatorial events and that they scientifically as a way to dehumanize and so people would put up with tyranny. First, it was convicted hardcore criminals had to fight. Then it was old slaves. Then it was basically everybody. Then it was your neighbor next week. And as long as the public could cheer for somebody being torn apart this week, that dehumanized everyone and made them enjoy seeing their fellow humans killed. Next week it would probably be them. And that things got worse and worse as the empire declined. They did this consciously 2,000-plus years ago, right through their fall in 410 to the Visigoth chieftain Alaric, 
and, and, and so this is a much more, I mean, they had scientific control 2,000 years ago. The Greeks had it 2,500 years ago. Continue. Yes, and uh, what you find too is that the big authors who worked for the Fabian Society, which is just an arm, is a specialized arm to control left wing uh, for the socialized world that they're bringing in on behalf of the elite. In fact, it was all started up by the elite themselves and uh, funded by them. And they're all Institute of International Affairs. They're all branches, specialized branches of the same thing. And you'll find that their authors have talked about this, this particular age we're in today. Uh, one of them was Arnold, Arnold Toynbee, a professor at Oxford. He was the one who taught road scholars for world government on behalf of the elite. And he said in his own history books, he's a philosopher and historian, he said that uh, these are, this is what happens at the end of an age when an empire is going down. Now, the elite always move out before the empire crashes, by the way. You never see that the rich people get uh, put under. And um, you have they bring homosexuality to the fore, lesbianism, party, party, party for the, for the wealthy elites, and then the rest emulate that too. They have fewer and fewer children. They have infanticide. It becomes very common. Uh, and so they know the techniques of bringing down society. Everybody's partying, having fun, entertainment, drama, plays staged as never before. And it says that this can be re-implemented at any time in any culture, in any empire. And, and the same, as long as you bring in the same formula and sequence, you can recreate that and bring the people down to basically a slave level. And now that was also said by Carl Quigley, Professor Carl Quigley, who was a historian for the Council on Foreign Relations, and he taught at the U.S. State Department. He taught, taught the diplomats, and he also taught guys in the Pentagon. So they use knowledge as for weapons. Knowledge is power, and it can be weaponized if you understand the techniques and the formulas to reintroduce the same sequences. You can bring people down as you control them, every stage of the way. And today we have nothing. Today we're living it's like Sodom and Gomorrah. Regular television now is basically pornography. Um, they're bringing up live uh, simulated sex shows on British morning TV. Uh, this kind of stuff. It's hard. This is the key too. Uh, to break all natural bonding rules that creates a, a strong cultural society. And it starts really with the man and the woman. That's the first target. You divide them, you conquer them, you then separate the children. The state reared the children with new values, which are all politically correct. Every intake in kindergarten is taught to a, a, a scientific formula so that the, the intake in the previous year are given the, a little upgrade from the previous year before them for what they will expect to happen culturally in society in their lifetime so that when it happens, they think it's normal. And Beria, who was a KGB or NKVD uh, head of the Soviet Union in 1934 at the International Communist Meeting, talked about this. He said it used to take 70 years to alter society in a cultural way to our advantage. Now, he said, in 1934, it takes five years through indoctrination of the intakes of children. Today is down to year by year by year through kindergarten. It's a scientific indoctrination so that they'll get brought up in a world where yet brain chipping will be normal. Um, hermaphroditic beings cloned in laboratories will be normal, all kinds. There'll be no such thing as pedophilia anymore. That's another big goal. Destruction of all normalcy means you are defenseless against the big boys because you have no cultural values to hold on to and stand up for. When you can't stand up for anything, you are totally defeated.
You're now a blank slate that they can program anything they want into. You're an empty hard drive. Now, I want to go over this, and then we're going to calls. I mentioned this last hour. Contestants turn torturers in French TV game show experiment. And here's the Stanford experiment from 71, where the professors themselves went crazy with the mock prison and torture and even began actually trying to hurt people and kill people. And they were telling people to mock executions that they thought were real, and they were actually carrying it out because of the mad, crazy power trip. Uh, and, and and this was almost 40 years ago, uh, ladies and gentlemen. This was 39 years ago. Think of how far they've taken us now. I want to play a Fox News clip uh, of this uh, torture show where we're all being taught it's beautiful and wonder. Uh, roses aren't beautiful, beautiful green fields, beautiful oceans, love, innocence, honor, it's not good. Death, destruction, blood, torture. This is what's beautiful. This is what's good. This is your power. Your power to hate and kill and to give support to killing. An evil culture by design so we're defenseless. Virtue, uh, sovereignty is, is the antidote. States' rights, cutting the size of government, not putting your children in government training camps, warning everyone you know, getting upset, getting through the comfort zone, breaking out of your bubbles, uh, realizing how serious and real this is and that everything else you're being programmed with is, is is fake. What's real is the government think tanks. What's real is the documents. What's real is what's really happening, not the false spectrum analysis projected on you that is literally a matrix-like system that we're now digitally, television all going now to 3D, which they admit is total mind control, makes you mentally ill, uh, just total programming, drugging the water supply, we're deep into this technological dictatorship right now. Let's go to this clip. He shows, well, it is that and then some. French producers actually mocked up a game show. Contestants were posed questions. If they got them wrong, they're commanded to throw a switch and a zap a fellow on, literally, on the hot seat. Now, it appears that he gets hit with electricity upwards of, oh, 420 volts worth. All the while, the audience of this game show shouting, punish him, punish him. Take a look and listen. Bizarre. Contestants and audience are real. They think the game is real. The guy on the hot seat is an actor. He is faking it and faking it very well. It looks like he's almost about to die. And here is the punchline. I saved the headline for last, John. While some of the contestants said no, they would not participate in this, 82% said yes and pulled the switch. Mm. Pretty bizarre TV experiment. What's the reaction? Well, producers are defending it. They say they're just updating a uh, psychological experiment, which was actually run uh, in the United States about 50 years ago. But France is taken aback. I spoke to one top commentator, and his words to me are, it was stupid. It was crazy. All right, let's stop. Newspapers are doubling... Last week, Georgian state-controlled TV broadcast that the Russians had invaded again. They never invaded to begin with. They have simulated cyber attacks, simulated terror attacks. They announce on U.S. TV... It's fake only at the beginning. All of this war of the world psychological brainwashing. This is done so people associate torture as fun. 
That's why they brought out the Abu Ghraib torture, was to get you ready to accept it. Now police all over the world are taught pain compliance, and a federal court and a state court have ruled police can now break arms and taser you to answer questions without a warrant. Alan Watt. Yes, in fact, it's come out in different court hearings, or, or it's not even court hearings, I don't think it even goes to court when they taser people and kill them, uh, that uh, the, the police were now using uh, tasers for compliance. Compliance is it. That's what it's all about now. Compliance. You comply. You do what you're told. There's no such thing as rights anymore. You're taught to simply obey or else. Uh, but uh, sadomasochistic techniques have been bombarded into the public's brains by movies for the last 40 years, getting worse and worse and worse. Stay there. We're going to come back and finish up on that, Alan. One of the headlines was in New York. I believe it was AP. Judge rules. Police can taser to make you answer questions, but you have a Fifth Amendment. Or court rules, they can taser you to give DNA sample. I mean, you're in a gurney strapped down, and they're tasering you over and over again, just enjoying it. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we are in a scientific kill grid. Thousands of government documents say once the scientific dictatorship is in place, and they're getting close, they're not going to just soft kill a few million here and there. They're going to just kill in mass. Alan Watts, our guest. I want to go to Alex, Shannon, Dirk, Kay, Tim, and others. But, Alan, I see a blurring of reality and fiction with all these fake drills or uh, Russia attacked Georgia. They It was a lie two years ago. It's a lie now when they ran the newscast nationwide. The people are very angry in Georgia. They have all these TV shows that where they don't tell you it's real or not. They announce they've captured an al-Qaeda leader sometimes 14, 15 times, never retract the last time. They're scientifically setting the precedent where they just lie and deceive all the time. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, a technique, too, because, see, this is the... Um, it's a war off terror, not on terror. It's a war off terror. You always use terroristic techniques on the vast population when you're drastically changing quickly into a new system. And you want that, for, again, for obedience and compliance. And that's what we're seeing happening now. When, when you see, there's so many television series out now on terrorism, terrorism, and government agencies dealing with it all. It's all so far-fetched and crazy scenarios. But people are lapping that stuff up. They can't tell fact from fiction anymore. Um, they see the guys in the streets with the combat boots, the cops, and all the rest of it. It's all quite normal to them. And what happens is uh, you, you get into a state of flux, they call it flux at the top, where you can't rationalize reality and separate it from fiction and use your own perceptions to say, am I really under attack right now or is it mainly in my head? But all the symbols are giving you is that you're under attack, you're under attack, comply, obey, obey. And they can rush forward a whole agenda with rationing, uh, fuel rationing, which will come to, as it is off the roads gradually, into the new system. And as they're doing it, yes, they will step up the decadence within society. Because when in the feudal systems, they knew that when they brought out uh, someone who'd fought against them, a hero like Michael, um, uh, like William Wallace, for instance, uh, the, the peasantry would turn up living in their own misery and they would actually hate someone who tried and failed and they'd watch them being drawn and quartered and sliced up 
in a ritualistic um, killing on behalf of the king. And they'd cheer because they hate the losers. The public hate the losers. They know it within themselves. They're losers themselves. And they transfer it onto the, the victim who stood up and had the guts to stand up but actually lost. Uh, this is the same technique they're showing you now. Uh, you're, they're telling you you're nobody, you're, you're weak, uh, obey and maybe survive. Uh, if you don't obey, you definitely will not survive because we'll get you. That's the message now. And they've, they've borrowed all the terms that they used to use in the Soviet Union, like um, political correctness is a direct translation from them. Uh, so So is... Um, Anti-government, anti-government, any statement, any criticism of any policy at all is, is, is called now your anti-government, which really would mean the opposition party is the most anti-government party around. <laughs> well, we love our country. We fear and don't like our government if we have common sense. Here are some of the headlines. Kucinich kisses the ring as Obama deceptively sells totalitarian care in Ohio. Uh, Kucinich sells out on health care after riding Air Force One. When I saw that photo yesterday, I knew Kucinich had sold out with Obama smiling triumphantly. He's the type of psycho that hates America, hates good people. He, they enjoy destroying you. They enjoy making you poor. And now this medical tyranny that does have the ration care, does have the death panels, it's all coming in now, Alan. Mm-hmm. Matt, yes, you also get to compulsory sterilization. That will be on the books because look who's up there. Mr. Holdren that wrote the book with uh, Paul Ehrlich. Paul Ehrlich's wife is a high member of the Trilateral Commission and Council on Foreign Relations. And, and they wrote about that years ago that they would bring in mandatory sterilization for the unfit. And that's coming down. Yeah, see, see now, look at this mother that had a genetic problem and she had a kid. We need pre-screening to, to license you to have kids. And then, mm-hmm. oh, we have been taking your blood at birth for the Pentagon for 37 years. Globally, it started 37 years ago. We were in a world government 37 years yeah. ago. Yeah, we, we were. And again, generations haven't even known it. But the, the big, uh, apart from the Federal Reserve getting created in, back in the early World War One. Uh, the fact there'd be no World War One if it wasn't for that being created. But the fact is, when, when FDR gave you the New Deal, that was the announcement of this is the new way, this is a new system, this is this supersedes the Constitution, the Constitution's out the window, and the bankers and so on, we're running the show. That was it was a legal declaration. Yeah. Absolutely, and he declared the War Powers Act in '33 and put the country into a permanent emergency, and that's what we're still under today. Yeah. So I've never had such a thing as uh, there was a republic in the U.S. That's been wiped out. In fact, the CFR's own writers in their own magazine, uh, The Foreign Affairs, said that we'll do an end run around the Constitution. In other words, ignore it and go around it. They've done that the a long SPP time ago. The documents say we're going to set up the North American Union by stealth. Okay, I promise. We're going right to your calls out of this break with your key questions for Alan Watt and myself. We'll be right back at sitescutthematrix.com. We're on the march. The Empire's on the run. Alex Jones and the GCN Radio Network. I want to be clear here. The globalists are not gods. They're not invincible. They're organized. They control the issuance of currency and credit. We can take back our town councils in England, our counties, our cities in the United States and Canada by education, by showing people the false reality that they've been living in and educating them about tyrants of history. And now this is a high-tech version. 
We can cut big government. We can support the family. We can trust in our creator to lead God and direct us, not the big organized religion. Uh, there is a big awakening happening, and, and the globalists are trying to manipulate that and control that. But their global warming taxes are in trouble. Uh, the, record numbers didn't take the swine flu shot or the seasonal flu, so we had record low flu. That was in Wall Street Journal because it's the shot that gives you the flu, all the evidence shows. The people are trying to get healthier. That's why they're trying to wreck all the agriculture and industry where you are totally dependent on them. So even if you're awake, there's nothing you can do. And we're very close to entering a time when it's going to be even harder to beat these people. But I see a lot of positive things happening. Alan Watt, do, what do you see on the positive front? Then we're going to calls. Well, I think people will be standing up more on, on an individualistic basis. As you know, groups are penetrated so darn quickly and uh, taken over very, very quickly uh, because they've got unlimited financing at the top and unlimited agents, basically, to go and do that. I've got reports here of them doing it in Canada recently as well and living it undercover with uh, far-left groups and this, this, the, in Britain too, the anti-racist groups. in Austin. Yeah. They're, they're just out-of-control operations here in Austin. Yes. But it's having no effect and people are seeing through them. Yes, and, and that's the key to it. If you retain your individuality and you, you, you mix with different people, you think you're a group. Whenever you see it veer off from its, its initial intent, then you know you've been taken over. You've got to, uh, and then you leave it. So you don't submerge yourself and lose yourself within the group. You must always think as an individual and keep uh, your mind on track. That's the key to everything. Uh, and the boys at the top, now here's the thing too, they've taught us to think that everything is fair and that we live in a, some kind of democracy where everyone gets to say and those who make the most sense will always win. The big boys at the top do not and never have played by any fair rules. If you want power and you want to maintain power, you don't play by the rules. That's why they don't care if they're caught out with all their lies. They continue regardless as though they never heard you. And they'll stoop to nothing to get their way. If it's blowing up buildings or a whole city, they will do it if need be. If need be. And we've got to understand that. Never to panic when we see these things coming down, down the pike. Don't fall for the spin. I agree with you. That's why they're so angry at 9-11 Truth and demonizing it everywhere, because we've taken their toy of false flag terror, and now people are automatically thinking, is it the government, Kibono, who stands to gain? And it's really angering them. Mm -hmm. It's angering them and they put so much money out uh, and groups again, anti-groups you might say and propaganda from the Pentagon through various agencies that appear as independent news clips uh, and I've read articles from the Pentagon where they actually do this to brainwash the public and try and poo-poo it and these silly radicals with their crazy paranoid ideas and, and repetition of, of language like that that's what they hope to, to win over the general public uh, with the general public, unfortunately, as I say, you cannot live in, uh, in reality if you're consuming daily television fiction. Fiction is not fiction to entertain you. It's there to indoctrinate you. And I've lost count. I've tried to keep track of all the shows that come out since 9-11. Well, the message is the anti-family, anti-gun, anti-homeschool, yeah. anti-free mm -hmm. market, anti-pro-world uh, government. Uh, yep. All the messages and cartoons about the Illuminati making it a joke. I'm going to make this point and then go to calls. You mentioned how they create mass insanity where mm -hmm. people accept mass murder, war, torture, yep. human sacrifice. Look at the Romans. Look at the Aztecs. Mm -hmm. Look at the Druids. 
where, oh, the sun won't come back during an eclipse if you don't give us your children to sacrifice. That all, Every culture does this. They make you give over your children to be burned in fires or flayed or have their hearts cut out because if they can make you do that willfully, mm -hmm. they have full mind control over you. So human culture yeah. always ends up getting dominated by the psychopaths, and they turn the world into the type of world they like, death, destruction, torture, and killing. It's 1% of the population. We've got to identify them, educate the virtuous and, and good and the mighty to rise up and be the leaders they are to defeat this scum. Do you agree with me, Alan, it's about 1% are psychos? I'd say there's a bit more than that. The elite have been breeding for, for a couple of thousand years at least, probably three, uh, with winners. In other words, those who dominated, that the male is married to a female, it's the offspring of some warlord or whatever, and they continue interbreeding with more what they call successful people, ruthless people, until you have generations of them, and they're psychopathic. They also recruit lesser psychopaths who are not born into such high power to serve them in bureaucratic the positions. idiot savants of like this dark mathematics or logic, and they talk about it. I mean, a lot of them don't even have to think to do all these evil, duplicitous things. It just mm -hmm. flows through them. It does flow through. To a psychopath, they look at a problem, and they, they, they'll immediately see what seems to them to be the natural straight solution to it. It doesn't matter if it means killing off a bunch of people in the way, as long as you solve the problem. It's very, very easy for them. Uh, there's no mental qualms. They don't have guilty consciences. Uh, they, they're very good at problematic sor that's solving. That's why the that's final why test for special mm -hmm. forces uh, at Delta level is Machiavelli's The Prince unjustifies the means. And if you mm -hmm. say, no, I don't believe it unjustifies the means, say kill a whole village to blame it on your political enemy, if you mm -hmm. say no, they go, oh, you passed. We're going to put you in the bureaucracy somewhere else. You're the mm -hmm. type of good guy we want. You're going to be in you know, procurement now. But the ones that say they will kill people mm -hmm. and, and who are innocent, they say, you understand the greater good. You're going to be yeah. promoted now. That's right. That's a noble, They call it the noble lie. Whatever you do must be through deception over the public, and it's called the noble. It's for the greater good, the noble lie. Same thing. And, and this technique is, is widely understood at the top. And they do employ lots of psychopathic people to carry it out, who are well paid, by the way. And then you get the stringers. You see, the Pentagon back in the 40s joined with academia for training the public along certain directions of thought. And in academia, is completely politically correct. Whatever is the latest three PC. three months ago in the UN document that all the major universities went to UN meetings hookers, mm -hmm. meals, everything for the world government to get yeah. them all involved. They know the environment, carbon dioxide isn't bad. They know they know it's about bringing in a communist collective mm -hmm. world state, and it's all there. And they did the psychological test of these people. They hate their fellow man. I mean, I see somebody mm -hmm. doing well and happy or someone with a beautiful wife. I am happy for them. It's like I'm seeing something good, like a sunset. I appreciate mm -hmm. wholesomeness to them. They see you healthy, happy, successful. They hate it. Mm -hmm. Oh, they hate it all right. And, and, uh, and academia really is, uh, 
a, a form of totalitarianism. Believe you me, if you rock the boat within academia, you're out right away. If you don't go along with the agenda, you're, you're demoted or you're out the door very, very quickly. They all know this. They smell the wind, and they're, they're really um, in it for their personal gain, most of them. They don't care who they're brainwashing or, or what they're taught to brainwash the youngsters with. They will go along with it quite happily because they're psychopathic themselves, and they're very well paid as well. Self-interest rules, rules them. What percentage would you say are genetic psychopaths versus the psychopathoid uh, biological android version through the conditioning in the media? What percentage are natural psychos versus quasi uh, horde of hell servant wraith? Mm-hmm. I'd say probably at the, the ruling elite's level, you're probably looking only at about maybe uh, 20,000 very important families in a descending order. But remember, in a psychopathic uh, culture, and that's what we've had since the feudal age and, and before, uh, psychopaths get to the top through viciousness and, and cruelty and slaughter and, and stealing. And uh, But they always give you, in the system, they give you, to dominate you, they also give you a psychopathic culture, which we follow, we follow into dog-eat-dog, dog, etc., and, and and that, again, divides us further. We're all under triple, control. Triple mode there, just within that one layer of programming. They train their people to be ruthless. They'll always protect mm-hmm. them and slaughtering, dominating. But then the public is taught to love the torture when it's being done to them or others, but that mm-hmm. they've got to be weak and disarmed and servile. Well, here's the key to it, to controlling the masses. As I said earlier, the masses would turn up in the village or, or, the, or the city of London to, to watch someone being hung, drawn and quartered in their, in their stomach, pulled open and their guts ripped out. And they'd cheer on because the masses who feel helpless and under fear themselves and one step from poverty, I mean utter poverty or even starvation, will project themselves being helpless into that victim. And it's, a, it's, a, it's a, actually a symbolic ritual of the death of the self. And, and that's what you're cheering on. You hate your life so much that you hate the person who tried and lost, and you lose yourself in, in the execution. There's also a mirror there where you imagine yourself as the elite at that moment. You're mm-hmm. scum, but you're finally having a victory by crime stopping and joining mm-hmm. with it. Yes, because they found again in a psychopathic culture which they give you, and they always generally give you the, the Soviet or the Nazi model because it's the most recent in our age for, for such a, a, an organized culture. Uh, the, the junior officers around, or the officers around Hitler, uh, literally were psychopathic. They admired the man at the top who has more power than themselves. They, they worship him like a god. But those beneath them, they treat with, with a, a descending um, disdain to the, to the lower officers because they've got less power than themselves. So a sadomasochistic behavior always is wrapped up with the, with the psychopathic personality. Absolutely, and it makes them feel powerful to see innocent people torn to bits. Let's mm-hmm. take calls. Alex in Illinois, thanks for holding her on the air. Yeah, hi, Alex. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, I love your work. Hi, Alan. Uh, you're, you're doing great work out there, too, so I thank you both, and God bless both you and your families. Now, my question is for Alan, but um, after sitting on hold and listening to you guys talk on so many important issues in such a short time and such a seamless matter, I just wanted to bring up a quick point to uh, – it's a young sentence, or it's a young sentence from a young uh, – I'm sorry. It's a quick sentence from a young artillery's captain letter home on the last day of World War One, and it goes as follows. It is a shame we can't go into devastate Germany and cut off a few of the Dutch kids' hands and feet and scalp a few of their old men, but I guess it'll be better to make them work for France and Belgium for 50 years. 
Now, that was sent home on the last day of, of World War I by, by Harry Truman, nonetheless. So when he's asked, is it a tough decision for him to drop the bomb, I think we know the psychopaths we're dealing with. Um, but now to my question. Um, Alan, um, on the Internet, and I heard you talking about how they're going to shut it down, and Alex you know, talks about shutting it down. Do you think that this has anything to do with the next presidential election? Because I know that um, an Internet candidate has been predicted by, I think it was Jerry Corsi, for the next election. So I'm wondering if we're having such a huge impact on the Internet where they can't let it... Well, let's be clear. They're not going to just shut it off overnight. They're going to transmute it over into an unfree web. We have their cybersecurity program. Alan Watt. That's right. See, they need you to be on the Internet because you don't realize they give it to you to monitor you and to, to do subroutines and see what groups you mix with and see what you have in common. And they actually, I've read the articles where the Pentagon has a virtual reality world set up in a massive computer, supercomputer, Cray computer, with every one of us in it. And they update it daily from the data that we put out on emails. 93% predictability of where you're going to do Mm-hmm. where you're going, what you're going to buy, and they say 93%. That's Washington Post, BBC. It's probably much higher. This is literally a crystal ball mm-hmm. they have. Go, go ahead. Yeah, in real time, too. It's in real time. Uh, it's instantly trans, uh, uploaded into their sites, whatever you're doing, who you're corresponding to, what you're buying, what you're talking about. So they have their pulse on the public. Now, well, what they've done... it's such a joke. They go, oh, is the government spying on me without warrants? Of course they are. <laughs> I know. And, and then others will say, because they admit they're fee- feeding everything in, and others say, well, why are we on the web then? We are going into the matrix. Mm-hmm. You know, picture it as people plugged into the matrix, but mm-hmm. it's, it's really a physical interface through the eyes, which is a computer a plug-in, folks. Your mm-hmm. eyes into the TV, into the computer, into the ears. You are plugged into a matrix, and we're literally like that ship coming in and jacking in and going in to get people. And that's literally what's happening. Of course the Internet is evil and built by DARPA. Of course it's the worldwide wiretap to dehumanize. But people say, well, then why are you there? That's where the war is. We're blasting in every direction. We're waking a lot of people up. But the enemy actually sees Alan Watt and I, and I'll see if he agrees, as part of another war game program. They're playing against us and learning and getting better with their computers and their experts on how to understand and track people and see how we're going to move and what movements are going to happen to be ten steps ahead of us to try to take that over. The key here is reaching through to people who aren't psychopaths in the system and asking them, do you realize the bigger picture? Do you see the larger matrix? Do you really want to be part of this? And I think in that lays the key, Alan Watt. Exactly. You see, Rockefeller himself talked about the window of opportunity to bring this world agenda through. Well, the Internet to me and yourself, I'm sure, is is just our window of opportunity while we have it. And they are closing down. See, the British Empire, it still exists today. Canada's a dominion of London, basically. Uh, same as Australia. They're using uh, new censorship, uh, government-run censorship um, uh, techniques on their servers. All servers have to join it. Uh, under the guise, of course, also pedophilia. But there's too many. P- well, there's more pedophiliacs up there in government in the British system than there are people who are not. Uh, so it's not. So they use this as an excuse. And the first site they attacked was a Christian site that mentioned the word abortion because it's politically incorrect to, to say negative right. things banning, about abortion. They're banning dental office websites, Christian sites in Australia, and to set the precedent they can ban anything, 
Mm -hmm. And literally, it's like all the TSA employees keep getting caught raping kids. Of course, who do you think the globalists hire? They look at your Internet traffic. They know you're a pedophile. And so when you go to uh, uh, become a Homeland Security person, you're going right to the top because they already know you're one of them. That's right. And you're blackmailable, too, should you ever turn against them for some petty reason or spite. Absolutely. You're compromised. Shannon in Texas, you're on the air. She hung up. Dirk in Oregon, you're on the air. Hi, Alan. Hi. Uh, Alex and uh, Alan Watt, I I, um, just want to tell everybody in the whole world, they need to wake up and to realize that everything you are saying and doing is the absolute truth and that we are in the InfoWars with the the reptilians. And they're they're in power and they're trying to take over the world. Well, Dirk, let me say this. They might as well be reptilians from Planet Pop-Tart because they're so anti-human and so different from us. But what they are is a bunch of psychos. Alan Watt. The term reptilian, of course, has been blown out of proportion deliberately. It's actually used in psychology when they talk about a part of the brain where basic survival functions are in all animals and reptiles. It's your survival, that sex, violence, eating, uh, fighting to survive. That's what they call the reptilian part. Well, it's true, the psychopath lives on that part of the brain. Uh, they're egocentric, meaning if they want something, they, they'll do it regardless of rules, regulations, or cultural norms. If they want that little boy or that little girl, they'll have it. And, and that's a psychopathic personality. They don't go by the rules so of ordinary people. they build a big people. government so they can carry out their torture, murder, and rape and war with impunity. More calls straight ahead for Kay, James, Eric, and others. Stay with us, ladies and gentlemen. The transmission continues. PrisonPlanet.tv, InfoWars.com. Crashing through the lies and disinformation. It's Alex Jones, only on the GCN Radio Network. Incredibly massive news has broken. Perfect timing for the next hour when we get into 9-11 Truth. This is incredible. Took me a few breaks to be able to read through it. Revealed Ashcroft tenant Rumsfeld warned 9-11 Commission about line they should not cross. Senior Bush administration officials sternly cautioned the 9-11 Commission against probing too deeply into the terror attacks of September 11, 2001, according to a document recently obtained by the ACLU. Here is the secret document. Now, why is this so important? Several 9-11 commissioners said they were told not to investigate 9-11. All ten were appointed by Bush. Six of the ten have said there's a cover-up. John Farmer, the head lawyer, says a criminal cover-up by the Pentagon. ABC News Nightline did a hit piece last week saying none of that was true, but never showed any facts. Here is the actual document. This is coming up. Man, my hand's actually shaking. Just, these people did this, folks. Dick Cheney wrote they wanted to stage a terror attack in the PNAC documents. I can't believe what killers these people are. We're going to be going over this. Alan Watts with us this segment, the next. I appreciate him giving us so much time. Cuttingthematrix.com is his site. Uh, great site, great material, great info. Go there, buy books, videos, material, support him. Uh, it's just, this is so real. And I understand why the average person can't face this horror, because it's scary to know the government's a bunch of murdering criminals. But it's more dangerous not to fight them. And my ancestors fought tyranny. I love liberty. I mean, I am innately a loving person. Um, that means I'm also innately very aggressive and violent towards tyrants. Alan Watt, 
what would you call the type of person that you are, that I am, who have an instinctual love of humanity versus these psychos? I think it's summed up in the poem that says, will mankind go out with a whimper or a bang? Uh, that's, that's a different, we have no option. We have no, your very survival and all this decent and good and humanity that's been around for an awful long time is going to be wiped out unless we do uh, something to save it. And it's not going to be easy and uh, we're dealing with ruthless people utterly ruthless, who have all the money and think tanks and propaganda arms in the world to obey them and armies and so on. It's uh, David and Goliath, but um, as I say, uh, truth's got to win out. We have no option. They plan to annihilate us. They're actually doing it with the food, the injections, the spraying in the skies that are going on every day. All that stuff has been done to us, fluoride in the water. Uh, we're dealing with utter psychopathic murderers, mass murderers, who believe they're doing it for their own greater good, being the, the natural survivors. We've now yeah. hit a jump point. They're clearly accelerating everything now. Yes. They have to uh, to ram everything through, the, the whole new system. Remember what they kept saying in the last century, that the 21st century is the century of change. That was Obama's speech as well. He's another front man. It wouldn't matter who they put in, to be honest with you, as president. As we, we all know that. Uh, they're front men. They, they don't change the banking system. They don't get right off the debt. They don't do any of those things. They work for the same system. And they have to bring this in. The century of change is where we're being taught that we must reduce our numbers. They're going to force us to reduce our numbers. They're going to force sterilization. This is real for folks. This is not a game or a joke. Let's talk no. to Kay in Ohio. Kay, you're on the air. Hey, God bless. Say thank you, Alex. Thank you, uh, Ellen. You, you've done an outstanding uh, continuity job of outlining the whole deal. And uh, I can't thank you guys enough. Uh, much admiration. Hey, uh, I wanted to talk about the scientific uh, dictatorship hooked up with the military-industrial complex. The problem also goes throughout uh, China. Uh, the scientific community, uh, a large portion of them, have lost their moral ethical compass. We established uh, people like the... FBI. They don't even have the Hippocratic Oath anymore. Do no harm. No, but what I'm saying is... A large portion of the scientific community, and I, I say that about the biological, the chemical, and the technical people have lost their moral ethic compass and, and standards, and we set up a lot of these people to uphold. And, I'm going to get Alan to talk about that. You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Waging war on corruption. Alex Jones on the GCN Radio Network. This is such an intense broadcast today. So much is happening. Alan Watt is our guest, and... What about his statement about how they've removed morals? Yeah, they say there is no morals beyond good and evil, but then they tell you their political correct morals that make you stand down and never stand up against them. And that's correct. It's do what thou wilt is the whole of the law at the top. 
do whatever you want at the top because you've got all that protection to, to safeguard you. You don't end up in court at the top, regardless of what you do. Uh, but for us down below, they've also destroyed uh, pretty well all of the culture which binds you together for survival. Survival isn't uh, an individual thing. It, it, it is a collective thing to an extent. All, we all came from tribes that came through hell and harsh winters and, and often starvation, but we did it as tribes. And uh, that's how you get through things. When you when you break every bond, and that was the, what the attack was on, all bonds. Internationalism was to, to break uh, national bonds and, and tribal bonds. And then you break the bonds of man and wife until um, really uh, you have nothing left to bond for. And you have the kids reporting on their parents. Let's jam in another call. James in Ohio, you're on the air. Okay, Eric in Georgia, you're on the air. Hello? Yeah, go ahead, Eric. How you doing? We're doing all right. Worldwide broadcast. What's on your mind? Well, first off, let me say uh, David beat Goliath, by the way. Um, but my question, I got two, one for you, one for Alan. Alan, uh, mm-hmm. how do we as a people even begin to try to defeat these people? because they have control of all the major weapons, mm-hmm. of all the military. Um, how do we even begin? Mm-hmm. You begin with yourself. You cannot be in their worlds and, and try to be rational and an individual at the same time. So you conquer yourself. That's the first thing. You must get rid of your own programming. And then you perceive things much more clearly. Then you can put it across to other people of a similar ilk. Um, uh, that that's your ability for self-preservation as well. Almost out of time. Let me just throw this in. The Pentagon says 90% of war is psychological. You unlock your mind to their public blueprints. They think so little of you. Their plans all public. You look at this and, and realize this isn't fiction. This is real. And 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 then once you see it, you unlock people's minds. It's over. And we don't need to get everybody, do we, Alan? No, you don't. Um, again, too. Uh, remember what Matsu Tong said. Uh, he said he wasn't afraid of guns or weapons or bombs. He was afraid of someone with a good idea. That's that's what they're scared of. Someone with an idea they can put it across, and and, uh, and and it catches on like wildfire. No army can stand against an idea whose time has come. Yep. And it's pure self-preservation now. Uh, we also have to purify ourselves because we're all contaminated with indoctrination and the, the separation of sex from bonding. That's, that's what, that was one of the prime tenets too that Bertrand Russell said they'd have to do. Uh, that's what you're lapping up as entertainment. You're being corrupted as you do it. And uh, you can't stand together if you have no one to stand with you. God bless you, caller. I appreciate it. I wanted to get to everybody else, but we're just out of time. Alan Watt, one minute to give us a summation. Yes, yeah, so this is the, we're going into the final part of this uh, battle. As you say, most of it is psychological. The war of terror is a, a psychological war. And the, the greatest writers on the Soviet system and all revolutions will tell you, and totalitarian systems, that they don't lose their grip until they become more liberal. That's when the people start to demand things, when, they be, when the totalitarians become more liberal. These guys are rushing ahead to terrify the hell out of us, and we must not be afraid, no matter of what they throw at us. And when you become indignant about something, that's the start. You all become indignant. We've lost our ability to be indignant. And you don't have to wait for a crowd. I'm going to have yeah. you back a lot sooner. Cutting through the matrix.com. Thank you for all your time. 
folks, you have to be afraid for the species. We're all going to die, but the species goes on. You're part of something bigger. You should be afraid of not fighting this. I'm not worried about being destroyed, killed, demonized. I know Alan isn't. Commit. Never stop. We're all in this together. The police, the military, the, the system, you're with the people whether you like it or not. Join us. Alan Watt, thank you.